This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we really have in common. I'm Condice Presley. Our guest on the program today is author and entrepreneur Miko Branch, who with her sister has built an empire of natural hair products called Miss Jessie's. Miko and her sister created this incredible line of product and style and approach based upon things that their grandmother taught them Mm. about how women can be beautiful with and by wearing their natural hair. Mm -hmm. Now, the key thing to know is if you pick up the book, Miss Jessie's, you'll see these sisters are two very beautiful ladies. But because they had great home training, Mm -hmm. tell me if this is right, Mm -hmm. your family wanted to make sure that you were not ladies who lived off your looks you worked your brains as well. And Miko Branch, thanks for coming in and spending a little bit of time with us. Thank you, Condice. Thanks so much for having me. Now, for people who may not be familiar with your story, mm-hmm. and I sort of teased it a little bit, uh, tell us a, a little bit about where you and your sister came from, your mm-hmm. growing up, and how that evolved into this huge brand in hair care called Miss Jessie's. Well, you know, my sister Titi Branch and I, we grew up in New York, uh, started off in Queens, New York, and uh, we had wonderful influences around us. Uh, that was our father, very strong, proud man who wanted us to be independent, uh, really, really um influenced us in so many ways and wanted us to be these entrepreneurs. And uh, we had a wonderful grandmother, Miss Jessie Mae Branch, who was also a role model, the the most resourceful woman we've ever known. And we also had the opportunity to grow up in Queens and and pick up and and be influenced by uh, something as wonderful as hip hop. We were there in New York when hip hop was first born. And we used all of those influences and mixed it together with our God-given talent and we came up with something wonderful and uh, that's something wonderful is Miss Jessie's, our product, uh, which focuses and, and offers solutions for women who want to embrace their curls, kinks, and waves. <laughs> curls, kinks, and waves. I know when many folks think of black women in hair care, one of the first names that obviously comes to mind is uh, Madam C.J. Walker, mm-hmm. the first African-American female millionaire who at her kitchen table came up with process products mm-hmm. to help women, you know, be, you know, fried, died and laid to the side, as they used to say. Mm -hmm. And you and your family have have done the exact opposite. But again, developing things at the kitchen table. Absolutely. Highly influenced by Madam C.J. Walker. When our father understood that my sister and I were really serious about going into this hair care business, he passed us her book. And her book was written by her great-great-great-granddaughter, Miss Alilia Bundles, which is a dear friend of ours. But it served as a blueprint for us because although we we specialize in curls, kinks, and waves, which is a departure from what Madam C.J. Walker was doing in her time, the approach was similar. Uh, that Reading that book gave us a blueprint in how we should approach the business and um, so glad we were able to read it and be exposed to uh, her story. Uh, when it came time to make decisions, we often referenced uh, what, what would Madam C.J. Walker do. So that was a wonderful, wonderful um, point of reference for us. So for a woman in hair care caring for curls, kinks, and waves, how is that How did you find that to be different than what has forever traditionally been what women have done with their hair, whether it be the press and curl or extensions and weaves and all the other things that that we see out there today? 
So although uh, my sister and I were, were born with this naturally uh, curly, kinky, and in some areas, wavy hair. Con- That's most black women. Yes, have. yes. And although my mother is Japanese and, you know, we, we, we came out with this really highly textured hair, we honestly didn't really know what we had. And it was bath time with my son uh, when I was giving him a bath in our brownstone. That's that's where we were doing uh, hair. That's where we had to move our business based on some um, decisions, bad decisions we made in our prior business. But I was doing, I, I was giving him a bath and he splashed all around and I could no longer maintain my straight hair and it would shrink up when the water would hit it. And if my clients wanted to get their hair done, they had to see me with my hair shrunk up. And that kind of started a conversation. And that conversation was an opportunity for us to really uh, dive into this natural hair space. And I'd always been good at hair, so I'd gotten really good at it. Titi joined in, and then we needed product to support everything we wanted to do. So, you know, um, the difference, I mean, there's a difference in caring for natural hair because there wasn't there wasn't a lot of education about it. There wasn't a lot of product to support it. So going into that new space was, um, it's, it's sometimes challenging because there wasn't a lot to um, tap into. So we had to create those those solutions and uh, those products ourselves. So although it was challenging at some times, it was also a wonderful time for my sister and I to make some change out here. Now tell me about that education. What mm-hmm. were some of the things that you didn't know that you've now been able to teach other women? The first thing we didn't know is we didn't know, and this is that we would start off with my sister and myself, we didn't know that we had curly hair. It was, you know, we grew up knowing that we had kinky hair. We grew up knowing that we had coarse hair. But we didn't understand that uh, what a kink is is a tightly coiled curl. And after working with it um, more, you know, more intimately, I realized that many of us, including my sister and I, many women of color have curly hair. So that discovery uh, was uh, a wonderful discovery. I think many women also didn't understand that. And it was really about educating women and and letting them know what they had. So we all kind of traveled on this journey together. So walk us through some of the basics that you teach your customers, women who want to wear their natural hair and want to care for and work with this deep curl that they naturally have? Well, first it starts off with a consultation. That's, that's, you know, that's the first meeting. And we find out everything we can about your hair. And as we're talking, uh, we're looking at your hair, we're touching it, we're feeling it, we're seeing if there are any areas of damage. Uh, we find out what your routine is. And then we find out what you want. And some women, uh, Connors, they honestly don't know what they want. So based on our expertise, we tell our clients what we can offer them. And now we also have this wonderful product line who can, you know, that can assist women who want to wear their hair natural. But it's really about communication, and then we figure out what the next steps are based on what we see, what their desires are, and what we have to offer. And and, and nine times out of ten, we're, we're, we're able to come up with a wonderful option for these women. And uh, it never gets old when we see these women discover their natural hair because a good handful of us didn't even know what we had. What are some of the more popular options that your customers choose? Women, uh, they're really into wash and go. 
Wash and go for many of us is an option that again, we didn't know that we had. We didn't understand that we can put product in our hair, let it air dry or maybe put a little uh, blow dryer to it. And, it, and, and and our curls will pop out. A lot of us didn't really understand that it's so easy. Many of us have spent a lot of time straightening our hair. We might put extensions in. We you know we might put braids in. All those things are wonderful in in the styling space. But many of us, when we see our hair uh, in its natural state and we're able to get at it just very easily, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. So um, I'm so glad we have that opportunity to see all the glory that we have on top of our heads. Is it your opinion that some of those other options for women, whether it's extensions or braids or adding hair, can actually be damaging to a woman's natural hair? It it can be in in, in the application, it's all in how you approach, you know, um, applying, you know, extensions, weaves, or, or wigs. Uh, you know, but on the other hand, extensions and weaves, they can also be a way to preserve your hair. Um, the handling and the day-to-day, the wear and tear on your hair, be it, you know, um, relaxing, thermal styling, um, coloring, those things can all be very damaging. So, you know, believe it or not, if you put your hair, it's called protective styling, if you uh, put your hair in braids or maybe, you know, do a braid, a braid out uh, weave, those can all be ways for you to preserve your hair. But the wonderful news is when you take it out, you have this wonderful, beautiful, highly textured hair. Then there's products to support everything that you want to do when you're ready to wear it, wash and go or double strand twist. So many options for us. Now tell me about this book. It's it's part a teaching tool just as Alila Bundles wrote for her great-great-great-grandmother, Madam C.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. You all have written as heritage for, you have written as heritage and legacy to your family. It's part memoir, part teaching tool to women or business people in this space. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from and why did you want to do it? My sister at a certain point, my sister Titi uh, Branch and I, we, we understood that we were influencers because we'd already witnessed uh, assisting women, mainly women, transition from straight hair to natural hair. And it wasn't, it was bigger than hair. It was a lifestyle. It was a lot of esteem building. And, you know, with that influence, we wanted to use that and open up another conversation about how women can be independent. And I say women because in, in the hair space, it's primarily women, but it's not just w- limited to women. It's, li- it's, it's, it's available. We wanted to offer this information to anyone who wanted to be independent, who wanted to um, pursue their dreams. And we felt like our story is a story that's a familiar story. Many of us uh, didn't have the opportunity or the privilege to go to school. Titi and I did not have the privilege or opportunity to go to business school, but yet we're in this very successful business. And we're able to do it in a space um, in a space in an area that we love. My sister was an awesome communicator. She was an awesome organizer. She was so innovative with the products. You know, I've always been very talented and so many of us have those those natural born talents, those God-given talents. So through our story, which we, we, we thought that it was best to talk about business through a story uh, so it would resonate with people in a more meaningful way versus a, a hard, cold business book. 
I know my attention span tends to be very short, so I would put a business book down in a minute. But if you get me engaged in a story, um, that would really, I'd be able to retain that information. And that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to share our story, but at the same time, point out, you know, and the bullet out, you know, all the things and all the lessons that are necessary in order to build your business. So it's a each one teach one approach and uh, the large messages, if we can do it, you can do it too. Now, you've said several times that your sister was. Some of our listeners may not know that you lost your sister tragically, suddenly. Oh, what happened and how you doing? So my sister passed away on December 4th of 2014. Uh, my sister uh, was a wonderful woman, um, really, really instrumental in, in developing uh, Miss Jessie's. Um, Wonderful sister, wonderful daughter, wonderful citizen out here um, on this planet Earth. But my sister battled with depression. Like so many people do. Yeah, she battled with depression. And I can honestly say, Candice, our family, uh, we didn't have a lot of information. Did y'all know? We knew at a certain point that, that she was Titi, struggling? yeah, we knew at a certain point that Titi was battling depression, but the levels or, you know, um, we didn't understand how, how serious it was. And I can honestly say our family is very ignorant to uh, mental illness. We didn't know um, not, not too much about it. Uh, my sister passed away, and um, it's been a devastating blow to our family. But it's not just our family that Titi's uh, passing affected. Uh, Titi, when she passed, so many people were affected by her death. It meant so many things to so many people because I believe uh, that many people are suffering from mental illness. Many people out here are unhappy, they're depressed, and they may not have the, um, the outlet to be able to talk about it. And I think many people don't really know how to, how to articulate it. They don't understand that what they're feeling is real. My hindsight is 2020 now. Uh, so, you know, I, I, there, there's so much wisdom um, that, that, that has been gained uh, from my sister's passing. And um, Do you think that there are things that, knowing what you know now, that you might have done differently? Or was her path as tragic as it was? her path and what is to be gained is what we can learn from her life and her experience. Well, you know, uh, it all depends on, 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 on the day and how I'm feeling. Sometimes it's very clear to me that God orders all of our steps. Yes, he does. Yeah, and, and it has, you know, we, we have no control over that. And then there's other times when I feel like, you know what, had I, I known the signs better or, you know, had I, I been... Um, listening more closely, I could have intervened or I could have done something. They say that's normal, you know, for a family members or loved ones to really backtrack in that kind of way. Because you both were so close. We were so close. We spent uh, over four decades together, kind of just about every day. We were not only sisters, we were partners, we were roommates, we were uh, co-parenting my son together. So Titi, you know, her loss is, is a tremendous blow to me particular, in particular because we spent so much time together and we loved each other. I was reading that she was involved in perhaps not the healthiest of relationships. And for women especially, that can play such a tremendous part in how we see ourselves um, 
and how we carry ourselves. Do you think that had anything to do with the depression that she was suffering? Honestly, uh, in, in, in a broad, um, with a broad approach to anyone who is struggling from mental illness, the people you keep around you uh, are going to play an important role in how you're feeling, particularly the day-to-day. So if someone is feeling blue, if someone is feeling down, if you have toxic people around you, period, is not going to be productive. Uh, my sister, you know, in hindsight, again, we're finding out so many things and uh, we're, we're sorting it out and we're unraveling everything. And I'm just, you know, if my sister was having a hard time with the company that she was keeping, uh, I'm so, so sorry that she had to experience that the way that she did. And um, uh I, I, I strongly recommend anyone who is having any kind of uh, challenges mentally to choose, you know, positive people to surround yourself around. And to speak up and to tell those people who are closest to you mm-hmm. that you're going through something. Yeah. And, you know, what I'm finding is that I speak to more people who are suffering from mental illness. There's an isolation that happens. They're not they don't want to communicate. They don't want to let anyone know. Some people are even embarrassed or ashamed to let people know that they're not feeling well or that they're feeling um, maybe a sense of inadequacy. Um, But definitely communicating, particularly with the people that love you, is going to be key in your survival. And uh, for me, um, I'm going to therapy two times a week. And I wish that, you know, I had the money to go every day. Um, it's, it's a great way to just, you know, whether there's something wrong, something bothering me or not, it's just a way to keep that airspace healthy and moving and, and keep me talking. And I, rec- I highly recommend it for, for all of I us. I am so happy to hear you say that because in the years that I have done this program and have talked to so many people and the many times that we've spent talking about mental illness and depression and the other issues that affect African Americans, so many are still so reluctant, A, to admit that there's anything going on, Mm -hmm. and then B, to seek help because of this perception of weakness because of our history and our heritage here in the United States. So I think that's wonderful that you are talking about it and that you are open in telling others to talk about it and encouraging them to get help. Absolutely. You know, Titi's death, although uh, we're very saddened by it, Titi's death has opened up a dialogue for people who may have uh, felt ashamed about being depressed. Um, Titi's death is a wake-up call for many. Titi was beautiful. Titi was smart. Titi was highly successful, uh, loving, uh, just a wonderful woman, but she suffered. And uh, her death is, is something that it's a focal point and it's a way for us to, uh, it's, it's something for us to reference when we want to get the, the, dialogue talk, uh, the dialogue going about mental illness. And um, I'm going to do everything that I can to share my experience. Um, I'm not a professional, but I certainly have um, direct uh, uh, interaction with my sister. And, and like I said, my hindsight is twenty twenty. So as I discover more and get more wisdom on it, I'll share it. And I'm looking, as I thumb through the, the book, which tells us so much beyond the story, beyond the business education, just for anybody who is interested and wants a general education about 
you go into work every day and you see your colleagues and one of your colleagues comes in with this look one day and one of your colleagues comes with, or in fact, that same colleague comes in with a, a different look the next day. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a, a famous uh, news anchor here in Atlanta who, in spite of the tremendous journalism that she did for over 37 years on the air, when you mention her name to most people, the first thing they're going to talk about is how her hair is an, and to this day is an accessory. Mm. And she's a pioneer, Monica Pearson, in doing that. Hair, we change our earrings, we change our, our accessories. Hair is an accessory. And you lay all that out for us in here and explain to people what they're seeing and what's what. Mm-hmm. So n- n- what made you pull the, you know, you pull the curtain back and let everybody see the secrets? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a good thing? I, my sister Titi and I thought it was a good thing. Uh, in sharing information, it was something that many salons and stylists didn't do at the time. You got to understand, Condis, many of us build our business on holding secrets, and that's how we keep our customers coming back. That's but right. You need a relaxer every six weeks because, well, my rent is due every six weeks, so I need to make sure I get this many customers in to make my rent. That's business. But there was something just so much bigger than, you know, um, our, our salon profession, and there was there was an education that we understood women needed um, about their hair so we went above and beyond uh, what is normally done in 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 the hair uh, profession and we shared information and we we have no regrets about it the discovery the conversations that go on are just so wonderful they're so dynamic women at home are are showing us what to do with their hair so um, we, we we thought it was good to let that information out let those secrets out Tell me a little bit about the product line that's out there for Miss Jessie, some of the basic things that our listeners might want to know if they want to wear their natural hair but are still figuring out exactly how they're going to do that. You know, sampling is a wonderful way, Connors, to figure out what you what you like. Um, what you want to use and also how the product how the product interacts with your hair we all have so many different textures and and like I mentioned to you before some of us are just learning our hair some of us are just discovering our hair so I think sampling is a wonderful way to approach natural hair little by little you see what you like you get your cocktail going and your routine and your regimen and then you know you can get into um, perfecting your style uh, you know, in terms of uh, embracing our natural hair with products that are out, Miss Jessie's, we, we decided that it's important for us to offer something for everyone. So if you want something that's heavier, that has more hold, that's a wonderful product. There's a wonderful product that we created called Curly Pudding. If you want to do something that's light and soft, we have a Pillow Soft Curls. If you want moisture, we have the butter creams. We also have uh, conditioners like the Rapid Recovery for Repair, Super Sweet Back for uh, assisting you with growth. All of those uh, options are available for women who want to embrace their hair. And uh, we haven't finished. We have more product to uh, offer. So glad that Titi and I uh, were able to formulate together. So the next few products you're going to see, Titi had her hand on those products too. So I'm very excited about some of the upcoming products we have that are going to debut in 2016. What do you want people to take away from the book? (sighs) You can do it. You can do it. And uh, if you do it the first time and uh, you stumble or you fail, it's all right. That's going to be wisdom for the next time. And uh, you can do it again. And you keep doing it until you get it right. For people who want more information, where can they find you and the Miss Jessie's product line online? 
Uh, you can find Miss Jessie's uh, at our website, uh, com. We're also on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's Miss Jessie's, excuse me, Miss, M-I-S-S underscore Jessie's on all those platforms. I'm new to social media, so I'm Miko Branch. I'm on two platforms. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I talk back, so reach out to me. Read my story and tell me, read our story and tell us the favorite, your favorite part. I'd love to hear it. The book is Miss Jessie's Creating a Successful Business from Scratch Naturally. The author's Miko Branch with her sister Titi Branch. Miko, this was wonderful. Thank you so very much for coming by. Kindness, thanks so much for having me. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.